0: (laughs) shall we begin
1: welcome to the savage monster cast i'm your host scott Marshan davis of happy monster press let's begin now on this week's podcast we'll be kicking off our new savage rifts campaign with character creation for a glitter boy a simban monster rider and an elven cyber knight
0: My name is Brendan. I will be playing Leviticus Overton, a Quick Flex Glitter Boy.
1: So let's get started. Uh, Why did you pick a Glitter Boy?
0: When I was looking over all of the different characters that were available, um, I one of the things that struck me about the Glitter Boy and about the description and about the the way it was set up is that I, I kind of see the Glitter Boy as a cross between a paladin and sort of a downbeat version of Iron Man. You know, not necessarily Tony Stark when he was in the, the depths of alcoholism, but like you know when he's in kind of a depressive phase of a manic depressive so i mean so you've got this nobility of purpose and you've got plenty of power to to carry this nobility of purpose through in the world but you are you are forever separated from the people that you're serving by the armor that you're wearing right so no matter where you are whoever who are you with you're always going to be alone in a crowd and there's always going to be a wall of technology between you and everyone else except when you're out of your suit but the problem is that when you're out of your suit you're without the source of power and you're useless to anybody. And in fact, you're kind of a liability to the people around you. right? So you're separated from the, the very thing that defines your existence. So on the one hand, if you want to contribute to this, and you want to make the world a better place and you want to serve your people. You have to cut yourself off from the people that you're trying to serve. And I found that just to be a, kind of a, a really interesting character to, to lead into.
1: OK, and why did you pick a quick flex?
0: Is that you know we are in the armor you look like a glitter boy i mean nobody knows who you are what you look like you know whatever but when you come out of the armor all of a sudden all these people who have been seeing this 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 10 shining shimmering you know armor-plated hero now they're seeing this weird creepy alien and it's like a a a total opposite from the, the shimmering shining tower versus the kind of you know ugly creepy alien um, I mean, that's a real weird dichotomy, too. And, and that right there is another way that you would kind of be cut off from people. Uh, whether you're in the armor or out, you're going to be isolated from the people that you're actually trying to be with. And so that's sort of the pathos of the, the, the lonely
1: hero. First thing we're going to do is have you roll a d20 for your background. 15. Let's see what we got here. Oh, this is an interesting one. Okay, so your background is nearly done for. Your character was nearly dead or staring down the barrel of an impossibly large gun or otherwise facing the end of his journey when the tide suddenly turned and his fat was pulled out of the fire. Someone from the Tomorrow Legion rescued him, which not only leaves him with a debt, but an interesting story to tell.
0: So, and this, this debt is uh, to the person that
1: saved me? Or more generally to the Tomorrow Legion, whichever way you want to play it. So there are also, you get five roles on what's called the heroic journey tables. Three of them you have a limited selection and the other two you can pick anything you want Although certain Choices aren't going to be as effective as others The reason for doing these first is that sometimes you'll actually get things that you were gonna buy with points otherwise okay. So for example, you might end up with two-fisted for free rather than having to pay for it. Sure. Okay Good so for three of them you have to choose among uh and you can do three on one or two on one and one on another or three different ones whichever you want to do you have to choose among body armor which basically gives you different body armor in addition to your uh or boy suit i can't say that i would recommend that one particularly uh close combat weapon
0: i was gonna say the, the the body armor i mean unless that's the kind of thing that i would want to rely on when i'm out of the suit um But i can't really see that that would be terribly important
1: yeah that's exactly right it would be the thing you'd want to rely on out of the suit so close combat weapons there's the second one that you can choose from for your three so that's melee weapons basically
0: right i'm thinking that's going to be that's definitely going to be one of them
1: the third one you can choose from is cybernetics so if you want to have some cyborg add-ons you can uh pick that one
0: yeah would the cyborg um add-ons be any defense against the psionics because i'm I'm feeling like that's one of my weaknesses
1: uh it would yeah. not uh, the uh the The fourth one that you can choose from is ranged weapons so that you could add on to or uh enhance your uh your sidearm that you get in addition to your boom gun. And the last one is training, which basically can give you some additional uh, skills uh, or possibly some combat edges. So three of your, th- of your five roles have to be on one of those, one of those tables. The other ones, uh, education is basically more like academic skills. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend enchanted items and mystic gadgets because you're not going to be very good at using them experience and wisdom is kind of interesting that gives you some uh a little bit of different edges that are more associated with being having been kicking around the world for a while uh magic and mysticism again probably not a good choice same thing with psionics and then there's underworld and black ops which is more uh spy stuff that you might have been involved with and picked up some skills that doesn't
0: really seem to go very well with the glitter boy ethos
1: though not particularly no you could be a non-standard glitter boy obviously <laughs> This is true all
0: right um i'm thinking that of the the first three i'm gonna go with close combat ranged weapon and training and then
1: okay and so then the,
0: the other two would be edu- we'll start with those three start
1: with, uh, why don't you start with those three and then if you don't get something you like you might want to roll again oh, on one of them good call all right let me start with close combat six Okay, that does apply. Congratulations, you've just acquired a vibro vibro sword. sword.
0: So now we're gonna go for ranged weaponry. And I'll scroll down there.
1: Ah, you get any ranged weapon that you like. Nice, (laughs) nice. You already have, uh, as part of your standard loadout, a Wilkes 227 pulse laser pistol. So a good sort of general categories are grenade launchers
0: right I'm, <clears throat> I'm liking grenade launcher because my idea was to be a bit of a kind uh, of a mobile artillery platform
1: so <laughs> grenade launcher is definitely a good call on that one uh so is rocket launcher uh alternatively you have plasma weapons which uh don't have quite the range of the grenade la- the automatic grenade launcher but they're still uh Pretty uh devastating and damage wise they can be really bad. Then you have laser weapons, uh, and ion weapons, which kind of work like uh energy shotguns. Rocket launchers
0: are five D6 on damage with really nice range.
1: There's also some special category weapons, which I'm just gonna take a quick look at. The the JA11 energy rifle is kind of cool in that you can it can switch between standard laser, mega damage laser, and ion beam. And I'd suggest the TX fifty light railgun, except of course you've already got an even better railgun built in.
0: Right. Yeah. And what what I'm looking for is something that will do kind of a an like a, an area effect without um, going all the way up to the big gun that I'm always carrying with me.
1: So I'd go with the I'd go with the grenade launcher then, because uh, <laughs> the grenade launcher you can get various size bursts out of
0: am i i'm not limited to just one style of grenade right i mean i can do any one of. Them. i've got armor piercing nope. frag high explosive and plasma grenades okay right. so i'm thinking that the um since weight is not going to be an issue for me i i should be able to carry any of this thing the automatic grenade launcher
1: sounds good so you'll i'll give you 40 grenades with that give you a full and a full loadout initially it's 10 of each so, uh, yep. 10 of each. That's good to start with. All right. So that so takes you to training. Last, for your
0: last one. Here comes a D20.
1: Ah, that, that actually fits. Uh, so that's one of the ones that's modified, but, uh, you're, you, that's your techie. Okay. So with the, the adventure edition version of that, uh, that's going to give you plus one on hacking and repair rolls.
0: Okay. So I'm pretty happy with, uh, a sword an auto grenade launcher, and the uh, repair and hacking. So very nice. Okay, so let's go now to education seven.
1: Student of the past, this is also one that changed. Yeah. So student of the past gets you academics D8 and common knowledge D8. So you, you've got a little bit, you're a bit of a history buff history. it would seem.
0: So
1: that's a couple of freebie skills basically. <laughs>
0: Okay, and so last one is going to be our education, experience, and wisdom, which, depending on what I, go, my role, might actually go quite well with that. All right, here we go. Twelve, which is oh, another plus two on on top of common knowledge.
1: You're master of trivia.
0: <laughs> God, this brings me back a little bit. So that's does that stack? So the. uh uh, oh, this is plus two common knowledge.
1: Uh, well, you've got this, the common knowledge, you've got a D8 skill, which is yeah. quite good. Uh, this also gives you, um, that also gives you um, uh, experience and wisdom. Plus two on survival and networking okay. checks. Net-
0: networking, meaning um, computer networking or hi, how do you do? My name is
1: networking. Hi, how do you do? My name oh, is networking. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: Like work in the streets.
0: Good in the streets and in the boardroom. That's pretty cool.
1: So I'm picturing kind of a shy academic <laughs> thing going on here.
0: Yeah, or like, um, man, this is the, this is a little bit typecast here. A deep-seated introvert who can mimic the behavior of an extrovert very well.
1: Trained, there you
0: go. Trained to, to, to mimic the actions of uh, the most successful extroverts.
1: Yep. So as a quick flex, uh, you get. You're an obvious DB when you're out of your armor, meaning you're an obvious alien. So that gives you a minus four on persuasion with people who are anti-alien. In addition to your minus two for being an outsider, you're also overconfident and you're distractible, which gives you a minus one on smarts. Overconfident basically means you think you can do anything. (laughs) Okay. Delusional. What is your minor delusion? Uh, This could be, you know, so this is not this isn't a huge delusion. This is not like, um, you know, you're you think that uh, JFK was assassinated by aliens or something like that. (laughs) Uh, This is more of a small scale delusion, like uh, you think dogs can talk. Uh, That's one of the other examples in the book here. The government puts sedatives in soft drinks. We're all just characters in some bizarre role-playing game. Yeah, it's not... Uh,
0: it's just like a minor thing that, that, that won't necessarily uh, get me locked up for, for being a, a crazy.
1: Right. So what would you like for your delusion?
0: What happens, like there's... I mean, all the, whatever, whatever good or bad happens, like it's like I, I'm, I'm somehow destined for greatness.
1: Okay, delusional destined for greatness. Fair enough. Okay, so that will bring us to attributes. So you have five points to spend on attributes, starting with a D4 and everything except agility, where you start with an eight. You can have six points if you want to use your uh, your extra points from hindrances to uh, add on to that. And it's basically one point per die type. So my recommendation will be to boost smarts up to six or eight as a starting point just to make you more apt at picking up skills later on.
0: Yes. So I'm going to go smarts D8. You said, uh, okay, so agility is already an eight.
1: Yep. Not that you couldn't raise it if you wanted to, but uh, so that's two of your points, and you've got three more left to spend on on whatever. Um, so my options are strength, spirit, vigor, agility, and smarts.
0: So smarts is already high. Agility is already high. Strength, I'm not going to worry about because I'm going to be in the armor.
1: Yeah, vigor, vigor and, and strength are going to be less important because you're in the armor, not that you might not want them to be decent, but you don't need them to be enormously right. good right
0: let's um let's leave strength at a d4 uh how many points are i left two
1: that leaves you with three if you leave strength at a d4
0: so let's take vigor to a six and spirit to an eight does that work
1: it does so vigor six spirit eight that uses up your points now you have 12 points for skills what you start off with is uh, academics eight common knowledge eight athletics four stealth four persuasion four notice four what we talked about in the email and as far as skills go um definitely fighting and shooting uh, and hacking and probably repair because i think you'll have room for that basically any of those skills are going to, you've got 12 points. You could take all three of those to D eight if you wanted, but I would probably take athletics up as well, because that's going to make you more effective at moving in your armor.
0: Okay. Yeah, let's do that.
1: So you could do say athletics at a six fighting and shooting at an eight, or maybe fighting at an or fighting at an eight, shooting at 10 and hacking and repair each at uh, like a six. I think that works.
0: Yeah. I like it. One point yeah, for athletics.
1: I- Three points for fighting, four points for shooting, two each for hacking and repair. Yeah, that, that That's would good. work.
0: That's good. Especially if I'm going to be um, start off combat um, shooting with the, um, the grenade launcher as a, just to soften them up before yep. everybody else moves in.
1: Yep. Okay. So in addition to your gooder Boy suit, which is quite badass enough, and the other stuff you've just acquired, as I mentioned, you have a Wilkes 227 laser pistol as a sidearm. <laughs> So you've got uh, one smaller, more close, close range gun, if you will. And you also have an NGS2 survival pack, uh, which contains a whole lot of useful stuff. Basically, you've got like a tent, sleeping bag, flashlight, mat, GPS system, short range radio, first aid kit, hunting and fishing kit, saw wires, fire starters, survival knife, signal flares, climbing kit, soap, canteen, and two weeks of rations. Now I would like you to give me a 4D6 roll. Here it comes okay you also have uh 1400 credits in your uh, in your account 1400 credits is not a lot that's more like walking around money rough comparison it's about 140 bucks so one important concept for rifts is mega damage uh if you have mega damage armor then you can't be damaged by anything that is not a mega damage weapon so for example since you have if you when you are in your suit. You are utterly impervious to somebody shooting at you with a laser pistol you're carrying, uh, which is pretty slick. On the other hand, there's a lot of stuff that does mega damage, <laughs> including, for example, your okay, sword. So I'll, I'll,
0: I'll be trying to be careful not to cut myself. And if I'm going up against somebody with a vibro sword, <laughs> I'll get my licks in first.
1: All right. So just to run through uh, the edges that you got for free, uh, you have ambidextrous and two fisted, which means you can attack with each hand with no penalty each round you have elusive which increases your parry by one so you have a very respectable uh parry of seven nice uh your toughness out of armor isn't is okay it's five when you are wearing your armor however that goes up to uh 11. <laughs> 20 to 11. that's your just your toughness though if you add your armor on top of that it becomes oh, 29.
0: that's what i like to see <laughs> yeah
1: that's an <laughs> you're very hard to damage. Uh, you're also a really good target. So anyone shooting at you gets a plus two because you're so big. You're roughly 10 to 12 yeah. feet tall.
0: Well, in your armor. yeah, but I mean, most of what they're going to be shooting at me with is not going to do much damage. So I feel okay.
1: Uh, a couple other bonuses. When you're in your armor, you have a, you have a pace of 10 lasers do half damage. Even if they are mega damage, uh, you have full life support. Uh, air, water, you're immune to poisons, uh, chemical attacks, radiation, all that good stuff. You have a full electronics suite, including a 20-mile range radio, sensors, radar, night vision, and a targeting system. Cool. I'll
0: have to remember the radar.
1: You are also big and shiny, so you have a minus 8 to stealth when you're in Is your Is there armor. any
0: opportunity for me to... Um uh well i actually even as i asked the question i was about to ask is there any opportunity for me to paint the armor or cover it up but that's not really in keeping with the glitter boy ethos i mean the whole idea is that we are glittering shining beacons here beacons of rectitude Uh,
1: a couple other notes on your boom gun you can't move and shoot the boom gun in the same round
0: it's one round to one round to set it up one round to fire it and then one round to take it down right
1: Right. Uh, Or you can fire it without digging in, but you fly back 2d6 inches and become shaken.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) in a pinch, that might
1: be something I might need to do. So here's the other catch. Anybody within a large burst template with you, of you when you fire it, who's not in fully enclosed armor, uh, has to make a vigor check at minus two. If they fail, they are hard of hearing for 3d6 rounds and shaken. If they critical fail, they're actually incapacitated by the sound of your gun going off.
0: I'm gonna to have to keep that in mind then when we arrange ourselves during combat to keep a yes, keep a line <laughs> open so that if I'm gonna shoot this, I might need to like dash away off to the side out of range of everybody else.
1: Okay. probably a good yeah. plan. Yeah.
2: Hi, my name is Frankie. I'm playing Kuva, a Simvan Burster.
1: <laughs> Why did you choose a burster?
2: I uh I've always been fond of uh the pyromaniac flame using wizard classes.
1: Excellent. And why did you choose a Simvan?
2: Um I liked his uh I, I don't know, I thought he he made a good uh, fit for the class that I was using he seemed to um, come with a natural uh, bonus to psionics and uh, i like that he was kind of tribal and could use a mount and he had a pretty cool looking spear
3: perfect
1: (laughs) so the first thing i'm going to have you do is Mm -hmm. roll a d20 and that's going to be for your background yeah how did you get to the tomorrow legion Uh, So your background is the siege of Tolkien, and this is like a big world-changing event that happened just before the campaign starts. Tolkien was a magical city, and it was located north of the coalition, which is definitely not an organization that's a big fan of magic. Right, And so they laid siege to it, and there was a war that lasted for several years. The end result was the coalition took a ton of damage, but they eventually were able to take down Tolkien. And as a result, there were, there were a ton of refugees that uh, kicked out of Tolkien. And there wasn't necessarily a straightforward good guys, bad guys here, because the Tolkien guys, they started throwing demons at the coalition and doing all kinds of really dark magic. So okay. it was really kind of ugly on both sides towards the end. So the question for you to think about in your background is going to be, okay, you were involved in that somehow, which side were you on, given your background, probably not the coalition. Uh, did you stick with them through all the bad stuff or did you uh, opt out part way through in order to you know, be, to uh, step away from some of this really bad stuff that was happening?
2: Okay. Hmm. So you don't uh,
1: have to answer that right now, but that's going to be your okay. background. Okay. And fortunately, you've got a super cool uh, Hippogriff to ride away on.
2: Yeah, that's exciting. Will it have any like offensive capabilities? Can it claw or anything along those lines? Uh,
1: it does, in fact, have offensive capabilities. Fantastic. More specifically, just looking at it, because I put it on your character sheet already, Okay. as your Hippogriff pal. Do you want to give it a name?
2: I'll name it Griff. Griff, griff the hippogriff.
1: <laughs> okay, griff can bite and claw uh, each once. It can do each once per round for okay. a strength plus d6 damage, and its strength nice. is d12 plus two, so it's pretty respectable damage. Ooh, nice, very nice. Okay, so next up, you get to roll for some special benefits, and you have okay. some choices to make here. Okay. You get four rolls on the hero's journey. Three of them, you have only two choices to to pick from, the experience and wisdom table or the psionics cool. table. Experience and wisdom is kind of things that have happened to you, if you as you've been kicking around the world, okay. and psionics obviously gives you some boosts to your mental powers. So you've got three cool. roles. You can split them any way you want between those two. You can have them all yeah. in experience and wisdom, all in psionics, 2 and one however you want to do it.
2: Okay. All right. Um... Uh, Am I gonna know whether they're good or bad when I roll them, or Uh, they're all good? Okay,
1: they're all good. So there's nothing bad on the list. It's just a question Mm. of which good thing do you get. So it's not one. There's no trap here. Definitely, it's it's whatever you get. It's going to be good. It's just a question of which good thing you get.
2: Okay. All
1: right. So uh, which table do you want to try first?
2: Um, Why don't I try first uh, the experience table?
1: Okay. Experience and wisdom. Give me a D twenty. Okay. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, so mm-hmm. eighteen on the experience and wisdom table will get you. Uh, you get a free wild card edge. Ooh, very nice. So those are edges that only wild cards yeah. can take. Okay. So let's just run down what your options are there. Okay. So in core savage worlds, you've mm-hmm. got several different edges you can take here. The uh, pure wild card ones are uh, mighty blow. You can double your fighting damage when Delta Joker power surge you can get 10 power points back when you're delta joker common bond where you can give your bennies to other people So bad so those are the options for our free wild card edge i'll
2: take power surge
1: that seems like the sensible one to go with yeah all right we'll throw that on there that's a very handy edge yeah okay what table would you like for your second one
2: um the second one i'll go ahead and do um uh the abilities
1: option psionics yeah psionics all right, roll it. Okay. Fourteen. All right. Uh, you get the Mentalist Edge.
2: Ooh, what does that do again?
1: That basically mm-hmm. makes it easier for you to overpower other people when you have an opposed Psionics roll. You get a plus two to it. Oh, nice. Very nice. All right, so you got one more roll on these tables. You want to go for Experience and Wisdom again, or Psionics again?
2: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for broke. Go for Psionics again.
1: All right, roll it. Okay. Seven. Okay, with a seven, this is an interesting one. You can tell if people are lying. You have an empathic sense that, oh, allows, wow. you to, that allows you to detect people's emotions around you. So within smarts range, uh, you actually can detect whether, what people are feeling and therefore likely whether they're lying to you or not. Okay.
2: This is going to be written handy. on my character sheet, by the way? Or should it it absolutely is. Okay. Great, yep,
1: great. I'm doing that as we speak.
2: Fantastic. Oh, that's that is really that is really interesting. That's your make for a very uh flavorful campaign.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so let's see, the specific mechanics are make an opposed spirit check on anyone within uh smarts range to detect how they're feeling. If you get a raise, you can tech you can tell they're lying. Okay. Now you get one free roll. So you can roll on any table you want, although there's some that don't really make a whole lot of sense okay so the complete list of tables uh body armor which is an interesting option because you don't actually have any uh close combat weapons so if you want to have a a melee weapon that's where you would get that and actually you don't start with a melee weapon either given your character concept that might be a really good choice
2: um i was thinking about it um when it comes to melee weapons i don't know if i want to use a sword it depends on like what my options are um is there, I know in D&D they have like hands of fire type of thing. Can I do like fire palm type of strikes? Is that a thing that you I can could do? absolutely do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what
1: you do then is you'd want to take the martial artist edge so you could fight unarmed effectively.
2: Okay, and then uh would i do like extra damage depending on if like i light my hands on fires or activate my psionics to do that is there like a edge i would take or something
1: it's automatic that if you are if you have your fire aura on you're doing extra damage from fire whatever your close combat weapon you're hitting with or if anybody okay. hits you, for that matter okay
2: yeah i don't think i'll take actually no i will i will take melee a melee weapon um
1: because okay well what yeah i can run down the rest of the list see if you some something yeah. grabs you more yeah uh so there's education which is more formal education enchanted items enchanted items and mystic gadgets where you can get some you can get uh, things you can power with your psionics Uh, magic and mysticism probably not a great choice for you uh ranged weapons if you want to upgrade from your laser pistol but your firebolt's a pretty effective ranged weapon
2: oh i'm not i'm good on that
1: Uh, training this is some kind of education that's useful to you and then underworld and black ops oh i'm not really interested in any of those um so i guess
2: the melee weapon out of all those would be the
1: the close combat weapons table so make a a d20 roll okay both (laughs) that's a fun one (laughs) bye-bye you've acquired an impact hammer
2: wow
1: uh it does strength plus 2d6 mega damage and adds a d10 on a raise
2: oh wow this floaty hammer is what's gonna be
1: yep <laughs> all right so those are your roles so let's get into your uh your hindrances for enemy uh the coalition is kind of automatic so if you want a major enemy my thought was maybe actually have it be the federation of magic instead
2: okay yeah that so you've got sense. enemies on
1: you've got enemies on both sides okay Does that make sense
2: yeah it does uh i plan to be kind of cloaked most of the time keeping myself kind of uh, concealed so now that's that's perfect
1: okay so hindrances we got uh, major enemy the feds and then you can also take a... You've got the quirk one automatically that just comes with. Right. That's your slightly pyro. Yeah. So you can take two minors if you want to pick up some additional points.
2: Like I said, uh, I wanted to take wanted.
1: Yep, wanted wanted minor would definitely make sense. You got into some trouble.
2: Right, due to my background.
1: And what, what was the other minor one?
2: I can't remember. Um, you want you to had cork on one. there, but
1: you you have to take that one. So it doesn't I buy think you I anything. One, yeah. um, I- um, So wow. let's see. Look at some minor hindrances here. I don't think rifts has a whole lot.
2: Looking at
1: uh, the too as well. Mania. So you have some kind of serious mental illness. <laughs> uh so let's look at the core book uh all thumbs you're terrible with mechanical stuff
2: let's do that i'm going to do that i'm going to be very primitive uh it's going to be like sorcery and sorcery is going to be like the most technical i get is magic
1: okay perfect yeah so let's start with attributes then uh you've got five points for attributes you can use one or two, one or both of your points from hindrances for attributes as well if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. So for for combat, you're probably going to want to have agility and strength pretty high. For um, psionics, you want to on spirit. Smarts.
2: Yeah, spirit and smarts. Um I'm not going to rely heavily on combat this game. So um I want to keep everything basically even for um my character, and then I'll have spirit and smarts. If I depend on one more than the other, then I'd like that to be the higher stat.
1: Okay. Well, Psionics is a smarts-based, so maybe we take, take that up one, and that still leaves you with the opportunity to buy another edge. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so then edges. Did you want to take <laughs> Martial Artist, or do you want to try something different? There's some, there's some edges that come with Burster that are kind of interesting.
2: Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, let's do that. I start with any psionics or?
1: Yeah, know. we'll get to those too. Okay.
2: okay. I'm only going to get melee if I have to. Otherwise, I'm just going to shooting fireballs all over the place.
1: Okay. So here's an interesting one. You'd have to take notice D6, but that's not a bad thing. It's called yeah. read the flame. You can look at a fire or the site of a fire and you can tell how, when it started, how long it's been burning, and with a raise, what kind of being started the fire and any other interesting details that I decide to share with you. That's not bad. Another option would be to take new power. So you'd start with five powers instead of three. Well, I like that one. I like that one a lot. Yeah, let's do that one.
2: Yeah. I know I inherently will have some sort of intuition when it comes to fire anyway, from reading my characters uh, from the burster. So I'll wait on the other Kindling and I'll stick with uh, this new power.
1: Okay. So you've got 12 skill points to work with. You get certain skills for free at a D4, specifically Notice, Persuasion, Common Knowledge, Stealth, and Athletics. And you start because you're a Simven with a D6 in Riding. And because you're a Burster, you start with a D8 in Psionics. Fantastic. I gonna
2: want Fighting at least to be at
1: a D4. say so you're not completely helpless. Okay, that's, that's yeah. one point out of your 12, so you're down to 11 points for skills.
2: You said I had Notice already, right?
1: You have Notice at D4, yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see.
2: Uh, survival. Do I have that or no? You do not. Can I get that? That's a very D4? sensible one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It okay. takes you down to ten. Okay. Do you want to ratchet up your psionics to D10? That's co- would cost two points, but it might be worth it.
2: Yeah. Uh, let me do that.
1: Okay. So that takes you down to eight points. You get tracking at a D4. Tracking is actually in survival now. So do you want to jack that up to a D6? Yeah. Let me do. Let me put that up to a D6. Okay. That takes you down to seven points now for skills.
2: I'd be be um, at a D6 for fighting too. Is my agility at D6?
1: Yeah. So you could go up to fighting okay. six. Okay. And that would take you down to six points. It's my riding? D6. Right. It, That's it would good. be two points to take that up one. Remember though that for fighting purposes, if you're riding, it's going to be the lower of your psionics and your riding. So it might be worth the two points to take that up to D8. Yeah, I might
2: do that. Um, all these points are just going into skills and they can't do anything else, right? Right. Okay. Let me first bring my notice up. I want that to go up one more, just to so get prepared notice for that and mother. Points. That skill that I'll get later on down the line.
1: So piloting wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. Let's just look here. As
2: far as knowledge, um, is there any like lore around like my character? As far as his, I don't know, tribal like setting. Like I'd have knowledge in like as far as like uh, the landscape or like uh i don't that know that would be like,
1: common knowledge you could take that up to a 6
2: yeah let me go ahead and do that and then um that one skill you suggested earlier that i bring up to a 6 the the writing. if i yeah, actually up to an
1: 8 okay, okay that leaves you with yeah. two points let's just look over the skills real quick see if there's something else that would make sense possibly healing or possibly like intimidation
2: yeah yeah let's do intimidation i'll do a um a t1 d4 yeah cuz i don't have Okay
1: end. that leaves you with one point you could take your Common Knowledge up to eight if you really want to be very savvy. You could take Stealth, Persuasion, or Athletics up to six.
2: Stealth. I'll take Stealth.
1: Okay, done. Stealth. Skills are out. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. That leaves you with your powers. So the Burster powers are limited. You don't get every possible power in the game, but you get quite a few to choose from, and they're obviously they're all Fire Trapped. So your choices are Armor, Barrier, mm-hmm. Blind, Boost Lower Trait, Burst, Dark Sight, Deflection, Detect, Conceal, Arcana, Farsight, Fly, Light Obscure, Smite, Stun, Telekinesis, and Telepathy. And then some of those are higher level, so you wouldn't be able to take them as a novice anyway. So let's just take a look at the ones that are are available to novices. Uh, Armor slash Protection definitely is available to novices. Barrier is not. Blind is. Burst is. Which is basic...
2: I'll take Burst for sure, and Blind as well for sure.
1: Okay, so let's put those two in and you get one more. Go
2: ahead, one the other ones I can take.
1: Okay, so other novice level powers that you can take next on the list are Dark Sight. Dark Sight's definitely on the list. Deflection is definitely on the list. Detect Conceal Arcana is definitely on the list. Light Obscure is definitely on the list. Smite and Stun are both on the list. Stun's pretty cool in, in this version. Does it do something uh, outside of what the core book says uh it's the new core book so within okay. an adventure edition it stuns the mm. character which is actually worse than shaking them and you can so, add power points to make it an aoe
2: okay what was the very first skill i had an option to take armor
1: uh which is now called protection but yeah basically has, adds that, armor. has that
2: has that changed from what uh what it is now what it what it a is a little in the bit core
1: book? uh it's still plus two or plus four you can add it to other people. You can also add PowerPoints to make the armor stronger or make it toughness. Okay. All right. That's not bad. I'll take stun. All right. Stun it is. Okay. So the last thing is gear. You get certain things for free, but you also get some cash, which usually isn't enough to buy you anything useful, but give me a 4d6, please. Sure. Two, three, four. Okay. So that is a total of 1,600 credits. Okay. Which doesn't buy you a whole lot, but it's something you can live off it for a little while anyway. So you get uh, free of charge as a burster, a, an NG-33 laser pistol, and an NGS 2 survival pack, which has all kinds of good stuff. Tents, ropes, climbing gear, rations, all that kind of stuff. Okay,
3: cool. Hi, my name is Jiang Su, and I will be playing a, an elf cyberknight
1: named Mingbi. All right, cool. So welcome.
3: Thank you. Now, I have to admit, I'm I'm in the middle of baking lemon bars for the teacher's lunch tomorrow. So I have not been responsible about um, looking over the various suggestions that you made for me to consider, except that I don't want to be a cyber dog.
1: For sure. Uh, man, no cyber dog.
3: <laughs> no, I think not. Yeah, that's just uh, that's just the way it's going to be.
1: OK, well, I guess uh, dog dog girl is out then.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll
1: have an NPC dog girl. It's all good. Okay. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> of the various races, then there's a, there's still quite a few to choose from, even when you throw out the uh, the dog boy. Right. The blind Altaran warrior women are kind of a classic Rifts race.
3: And and what would be so special about that?
1: Well, they're uh, they're very attractive. They're genetically superior, but they're also bred as a slave race of the Splugorth, uh, an evil alien race that controls what uh, we would think of as Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kind of brainwashed, so they don't necessarily uh, have do a great job on smarts rolls, mm-hmm. but they have superior senses. Even though they're blind, they have natural radar. It's kind of a daredevil thing.
3: Right. Okay, is there, um, I, I guess as far as gameplay, if I'm sort of uh, brainwashed, but i have this sense of um i don't know paladin ish ness like do i choose like a kind of a mental weakness or a character flaw in per- that it, is particular to that race
1: you could um they had there are a bunch that come with that race uh, i see. the the brainwash part is called instilled ignorance
3: <laughs> oh okay
1: uh, on the other hand, you could also go with one of the more classic races uh, that come in the, the main book. So you could uh, go Elf, for example. Right. Uh, dwarf, conceivably, if you wanted to go that route, although Elf probably works better.
3: Yeah, I think Elf makes more sense. Let, let's just do Elf. Elf it is. Okay.
1: So that gets you a free D6 in agility. Woohoo. Uh, it gets you the All Thumbs Hindrance.
3: All Thumbs.
1: Yeah, you're not real good with technology. That's not really okay. your thing. Okay. That, that actually fits well with a cyber knight because one of their abilities is they're very difficult to hit with technological attacks. They have this cyber te- cyberkinetic combat where they can sense incoming attacks and dodge or block right. them. Uh huh. And you get low light vision because you know elves.
3: Right. Okay. Uh, then do I need to choose any other, you know, particular quirks or?
1: Well, you absolutely do. But before we do that. Uh-huh. The first thing to do is to roll on the Hero's Journey tables, which is why you're in Roll20s, so we can actually get some D20s going. So as a Cyber Knight, you actually get five rolls on the so Hero's D- Journey.
3: On D20s?
1: Yes, and each of those will get you some cool benefit.
3: Uh-oh. Okay.
1: Uh, no, it's not an uh-oh. This is an awesome. So three of them you have to choose from four options. So you can do one on each of three, or you can do all three on one, whichever mix you want. Those three options are education, which is basically your book learning. Mm -hmm. Experience and wisdom, which is your road scholar. Right. Psionics, which just makes you more powerful with your psychic powers. And training, which is specialized training, often uh, combat-oriented. Okay. But before we do that, we're also going to roll for your background. So give me a D20 for that, and we'll, it will give you a, a little seed for uh, how you ended up with the Tomorrow Legion. Okay. Okay, blood is thicker. So you ended up working with the Tomorrow Legion because of a family connection, which could be you had a family member in the Tomorrow Legion, okay. or it could be that you lost a family member, and that's what brought you there. All right. So of your choices then, uh, education, experience and wisdom, psionics and training, what would you like to try first?
3: Let's try psionics.
1: Okay. Give me another D20. Interesting. Okay. That's pretty cool. So you have, when you pick your psionic powers, you can choose one of them. And whenever you activate it, you automatically get the raise effect. Oh, okay. So it's second nature to you. So for example, if you pick the deflection power, which is a really good one for a cyber knight because it makes you even harder to hit. You automatically okay. get the minus four instead of the minus two any time you succeed.
3: Oh nice. Okay. yeah, it's
1: pretty slick. all right. Uh, what's your second roll going to be?
3: Let's do education.
1: okay, roll it. lucky yeah. seven okay, okay, For you something. are a student of the past.
3: Oh, how appropriate?
1: You get a d eight in academics okay, so you' you're you're something of a historian right. And you also get a plus two on common knowledge rolls.
3: Okay, cool.
1: So that might be a skill you could consider boosting.
3: Let's do training. Okay. Ooh.
1: Oh, that's always good. Yeah. If, uh, if it's like most tables, which it is, you can choose which training one you want. Oh. So let me okay. run down your options here. Okay. Uh, you can get five extra skill points, which can only be used on fighting, shooting, or athletics. Okay. You can get the martial artist and brawler edges for free. Ooh. You can get a free professional edge. You can have the woodsman edge and a, and an, a, a D8, D4 in survival.
3: A D8 in survival?
1: A, D, a D, uh, D6 in survival. Okay. You can get uh, the re- a bonus in repair, which makes no sense for you, so we should probably skip that one. Uh, a D6 in athletics and a set of climbing gear, because you were a mountaineer. Okay. Uh, the dirty fighter edge and plus one to parry.
3: Dirty fighter Is that yes. appropriate for a Cyber Knight?
1: Probably not. Yeah. Any combat edge of your choice, ignoring all requirements. Okay. Also pretty slick. Yeah. Uh, or, the, or the Ace edge and one die type in boating, driving, or piloting. So I'm thinking either the skills, the martial artist one, or the combat edge of your choice. As what that means is you can take combat edges that would not normally be available to a novice. huh. You can take, you know, if it's a veteran level you you ignore all requirements for that
3: wow okay
1: the only thing you can't take is something that's like an improved of something else so you can't take improved dodge but you could take uh say first strike which require that's an easy one you can take that one at at first level right as a novice but you can't take counter attack as a novice and you could take that as a free edge or you could just get a whole lot of skills <laughs>
3: So if I get counter strike, does that mean anytime I'm attacked, I get one free attack?
1: Once per round you can anytime someone misses you, oh you can hit them back with uh, off your turn. But or there's a lot of, can
3: take five points, five skill points to any number of other skills, fighting,
1: etc. Well, it, it, they have to be fighting, uh shooting, or athletics. So let me ask this. So as a cyber knight, you're gonna be wielding your Psy Sword. Are right. you thinking like a two-fisted size sword where you're going to be wielding one in each hand or are you yeah, thinking? Yeah, that's
3: what I would, well, I saw that. So yeah, that, that was what I was thinking.
1: Okay. So a fun one for you then might be frenzy, which lets <laughs> you, that would allow you to attack three times per round.
3: Okay. And that would be a skill?
1: That would be skin. an edge. Edge. Okay. No, this let's is. a do this,
3: that. That sounds like a fun edge.
1: That is a fun edge. And you can, as you get up in level, you can take improved frenzy, which which lets you do it even more often.
3: Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. Okay.
1: All right. Uh, So that's three of your rolls. Now you get two more that you can roll on any table you want. So you could use the ones you already had, or there are several others that you can choose from. You can choose body armor, which could upgrade your starting knight armor. mm Mm-hmm. You could choose close combat weapons if you want to have something in addition to your Psy Sword, but that might not be the optimum choice. You can choose enchanted items and mystic gadgets. So you could have some sort of magic item right out of the gate. You could choose ranged weapons if you want to have uh, something in addition to the laser rifle and laser pistol you start with. Or if you want to be a sneakier sort of Cyber Knight, you could choose Underworld and Black Ops. And you get two rolls on any of those or any of the ones you already had access to. So education, experience and wisdom, psionics and training.
3: No, I I sort of want to try to play this a little straight. So I think the black ops, I'm I'm out. Okay. Um, and I think I I'm going. I would. I'm so used to playing a character whose specialty is ranged weapons. I want to try the melee a a melee character this time around. So uh, we're out for the extra ranged weapons. Um. Uh. What's how How about the magical items?
1: Absolutely. Roll it. Uh, That one you get to re-roll because it's not applicable to a Cyber Knight. Ah, there you go. In addition to your Psy Sword, if you'd prefer to hit with something else, you also have a Flaming Sword.
3: A Flaming Sword? Nice! My husband is smiling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll take a Flaming Sword, sure. All
1: right, and that will add that on to your arsenal. Okay. All right, so one last roll well the first you gotta pick which table i'll take the nine oh. but you need to pick a table
3: what's left it, or, well you could go back thing?
1: to psionics you could pick up um you, yeah basically you could go back to one of the other ones you already have or you could try to upgrade your armor
3: let's uh let's check my armor
1: okay so your armor has plus one toughness
3: oh nice okay cool
1: Okay, so that's your rolls. Right. Okay, so to plus one toughness on your armor makes it Different. plus two toughness. So it'll be a total of plus eight for your Cyber Knight medium armor.
3: Nice.
1: For your Cyber Knight medium armor, you have to pick one thing, which is it can have one of two powers. Okay. It can either have the healing power built in, huh? which is kind of handy because if you choose the nice. healing power, it only works on you.
3: Oh, nice. Okay.
1: But if you choose the healing power for the suit, you can use it on other people, too.
3: (laughs) Oh, okay.
1: Uh, Or the succor power, which is now called relief, Uh and that removes fatigue levels and shaken and stun.
3: I'll take healing.
1: Yeah, that's that's the more usual choice for uh, the armor,
3: especially from if I want to try to do melee.
1: So, in addition to your awesome armor, which also makes you faster and and lets you jump longer and gives you full environmental protection, so okay, you can go underwater, in space, etc. You also have a uh, Wilks three twenty laser pistol and an NGL five laser rifle to back up okay. your Psy sword and flaming sword.
3: Nice. Okay
1: okay so now hindrances so what what do you want what do you want your quirks or hindrances to be what kinds of things if you want to play it straight Mm -hmm. uh some things like uh heroic might be a a good one
3: what does that how would you play that out as a hindrance
1: so heroic as a hindrance basically means that if there's somebody in need you're going to help them
3: yeah that's that sounds like what i was thinking of anyway that uh i i might have a I don't know propensity for one you know downtrodden group yep. <laughs> in particular, but you know
1: so that that absolutely works. okay, so that gives you a major. You can also take two minor ones, okay. uh, just looking kind of looking down here, things that would sort of fit, certainly greedy doesn't really make sense uh hesitant is an interesting one where you actually act slower. I don't think that really fits, though.
3: No, not if I want lead a foot
1: loyal uh is also a good one where you will jump in front that one is specific to your friends where you will always protect your friends in times of danger
3: that sounds like this character so let's take loyal
1: and let's see if there's another goody two-shoes one i can come up with for you (laughs) (laughs) uh you could do i
3: remember being kind of annoyed at uh meg for a while there
1: you could go for a pacifist a minor pacifist where you won't start a fight
3: Mm. oh Except if somebody's threatening my friends or family or whatever.
1: Well, you'll fight when you're only, you only fight when you're giving no other choice and you'll never kill the defenseless.
3: Mm. I think I'm going to pass on that one.
1: Another option would be poverty. Poverty. You can't really hang on to money. That's a very Paladin-y thing.
3: Yeah, that's fine. We'll do
1: Poverty. Okay. So that gives you two points that you can spend on attributes or on uh, more skills or on additional edges. As far as edges go, one that I would recommend if you're going to be a a two-sword fighter is Ambidextrous.
3: Oh, right. We talked about that. Yeah, let's do that.
1: You could also pick up Two-Fisted if you want, which would give you an attack in each hand with each round. That would use up all your hindrance points, but it still might be a good bet.
3: I was thinking either that or charisma.
1: You actually have some built in charisma as a cyber knight. Okay. Uh, people respect cyber knights. So, right. in, except in very rare cases, you get an automatic plus two to persuasion.
3: Right. I saw that. All right. Let's do the two fisted then.
1: All right. This reminds me of the build that I use in the play by post. Okay. So, skills you have 12 points to choose from. Okay. Uh, you already have. A D8 in fighting, a D8 in academics, a D6 in psionics, and D4s in athletics, stealth, notice, persuasion, and common knowledge. Actually, before we do skills, we should do attributes. So you have a D6 in agility, and you have five points to spend on everything else.
3: A D6 in agility and five points to spend on everything
1: else. Yeah. The trick with Cyber Knights is they really are kind of balanced where you don't necessarily have... An obvious first choice. So, one way to do it would be to throw a D6 on everything and then pick one thing to be better at.
3: <laughs> okay. Is that what you would recommend?
1: That's probably what I'd recommend. And as far as what to be better at, probably either agility or smarts. So that'll make your skill points more efficient. And agility helps you with fighting, smarts helps you with psionics. You have a D6 in everything. right Right now but you've got one point left so you could have a d8 in agility or a d8 in smarts or a 8 in strength d8 in vigor d8 in spirit
3: let's do the d8 in um in smarts
1: okay all right so now you have 12 skill points to spend uh you probably should pick up at least some shooting even though it's not going to be your main focus Mm -hmm. so the enemy doesn't always conveniently show up in your range
3: okay
1: beyond that though it's kind of wide open as to what you want to be good at
3: Is there anything that would help with psionics?
1: The psionics skill, you could definitely boost that. Okay. Uh, One point would get you a D8. Three points would get you a D10. Five points would get you a D12.
3: Wow. Okay.
1: You've got 11 points to work with right now.
3: Okay. Let's burn three and get a D10 in psionics. Okay. And then, what? uh, let's see, do I want to focus on the sword fighting or the hand-to-hand combat?
1: Either way, it's fighting. So wow. two, point, two points get you a D10, four points get you a D12. You have eight left.
3: Let's do four and be really good at fighting.
1: Sounds good. Now you got four points left. Athletics <laughs> and or notice might be good or persuasion.
3: Let's do persuasion. Um, one point for uh, one
1: po- D8. Uh, two point, three points for a D8, one point for a D6.
3: And that would leave me with one point left.
1: If you and went to D8, for yeah.
3: athletics, what would athlete- for athletics? One for
1: one for a d6 and uh three for a d8 there as well
3: all right let's do one for athletics and get the d6 and uh three for a d8 in persuasion
1: done and done okay that just leaves you with your powers and your money so you ha- you get three powers to start
3: okay
1: the it is not an infinite list and there are certain powers that are extra special The extra special powers can be used as a free action, but only on yourself.
3: Okay.
1: So, and that's a, that's a restriction regardless. You can only ever use those powers on yourself. You can't use them on anyone else.
3: Okay. So stuff like healing or.
1: Yep. Uh, Boost trait. So that lets you boost a skill or an attribute. Okay. Deflection, which we mentioned healing smite, always good and speed.
3: Oh, you know what? I, I was thinking speed when I read through the character description.
1: We can definitely do speed as one of your powers. Yeah. Other powers which are not a free action are uh, armor, bolt, confusion, dark sight, environmental protection, havoc, quickness, although that's a season so you can't get it yet, speak Mm -hmm. language, sucker, and warrior's gift which lets you add edges.
3: Ooh, let's take Warrior's Gift.
1: And then if you want to be really hard to hit, I would recommend Deflection. uh,
3: That sounds good.
1: And then one of these, you automatically get a raise whenever you use it. So with Deflection, the automatic raise means that you are at minus four to be hit.
3: Ooh, okay. In
1: addition to the minus two for any technological attack. So you're going to be really hard to hit with a laser gun.
3: Nice.
1: Even if you have no cover and are just standing there in in the middle of a field... You're at, uh, with your deflection active, you're at minus, you're at minus six.
3: Okay. Let's take the, the raise on deflection then.
1: Okay. Done. Okay. So the last thing is your money.
3: Yeah. With poverty, I don't know how much I'm going to have.
1: Uh, you, you still get to roll. It just gets cut in half. And then whatever you have, you lose about, you lose half every adventure.
3: Oh, (laughs) okay. What am I rolling here?
1: Uh, you're rolling 2d6. Okay. Ooh. Sadly, the money rolls don't explode. Okay. (laughs) And one more. Okay. So you have 550 credits, which is enough to keep you alive for a short period of time.
3: Okay. I got to learn to fast (laughs) and sleep outside.
1: You also, uh, as part of your equipment, have an NGS2 survival pack, which has, among other things, two weeks of rations, a tent, climbing gear, various sorts of survival equipment. Okay. A silver cross because vampires. Oh, right. And six wooden stakes. Because vampires.
3: Right. Didn't realize they were quite so prevalent, but okay.
1: They're actually most common down in Mexico. Okay. But uh, they do pop up occasionally elsewhere.
3: All righty then.
1: The rich setting, the megaverse, and associated characters and locations are the property of Palladium Books. Savage Worlds is the property of Pinnacle Entertainment. All other content is the property of Happy Monster Press. Find us at www.happymonsterpress.com or as Happy Monster Press on Twitter, Facebook, MeWe, and PashPost. The music, Jason Shaw's Ice Cold.
0: Oh, <laughs>